Good morning and welcome to the Dance to Learn podcast, where I help dance teachers and studio owners dance, learn, and grow right along with your students. I'm your host, Jessica Strong, and I'm the creative director and owner here at Dance to Learn. And in today's episode, we are diving further into VARC learning with a focus on our auditory learners and how we can use auditory cues throughout our class to help with classroom management. Good morning, dance teachers and studio owners. Happy Tuesday. I am excited to share another episode of the Dance to Learn podcast with you. Uh, Today is a very special day. It is my birthday. So exciting. And I would love if you could share some birthday love with me by subscribing to this podcast if you haven't already and leaving it a five-star review. And I promise to return the love by featuring one of you in an upcoming podcast and you could win a $10 Amazon gift card from me. All right, so today I am diving further into VARC learning, which as a reminder, VARC stands for Visual, Auditory, Reading and Writing, and Kinesthetic. So to ensure our dance classes educate the whole child, it's important to understand these four different learning types and how we can captivate them in each and every class. Now, I have linked two previous episodes on this subject. Uh, One was episode six, where I discussed optimizing your classroom for VARC learners. And my last episode, episode eight, was creating visual cues for classroom management. So if you haven't yet, also take a listen to those episodes as well to learn more about this topic. So the letter A in VARC stands for auditory. And when thinking of an auditory learner, we want to focus on ways to activate their sense of sound. They are going to enjoy sound signals and cues, such as using a musical instrument, clapping, or even singing songs to help direct them throughout class. So how can you tell which of your students are auditory learners? So your A learners are going to pick up on sound signals throughout class. Noises generated from musical instruments, singing, and clapping are going to captivate their attention. You may know that you have an auditory learner if they like to talk a lot. These are going to be your chatty ones. They like hearing sounds of others, but they also like hearing their own voice as well. Now, you also want to be cautious with these learners. Be careful that the music and the sounds that you use aren't too loud. So you may have an auditory learner if they complain about the music being too loud or if they shut down or get scared when the music is too loud. They may also miss visual cues. Like you could stand up and everybody stands up and they're going to be the one dancer that's sitting down. So you have to remind them either using your voice or another sound signal to remind them of what to do. 
So what I wanted to do today is go through an entire dance class and discuss how we can assign auditory cues for these learners throughout our class so that they can have the most success. So let's begin at the start and let's start about how can we set up our classroom for success for these learners. So in last week's episode, I discussed helping your visual learners by providing a spot for them to enter the classroom and sit on. And in the Dance to Learn curriculum, we always start class in a learner's circle. So for our visual learners, we put tape on the floor and that tape guides them to where they need to be. But for our auditory learners, they aren't automatically going to be guided by the visual of that tape. So to help them learn how to enter the classroom, we try to sing a song. And excuse my singing, but here it goes. So we say, make a circle, make a circle on the tape, on the tape. Let's all make a circle, let's all make a circle nice and round. Let's sit down and include the mention of your spots or your tape in the song because it's also going to reinforce your visual learners as well. But the song doesn't have to be perfect, uh, just something cute and catchy that they will remember each class to help them hear their directions and catch on to those auditory signals from you, the instructor. So now let's talk more about that learner's circle and how we introduce the concept each week. So for our visual learners, we print out a bright and colorful printable that visually explains the dance concepts and what we are learning that day. And all of the kids, regardless of what learning type they are, are going to love the visuals. But to further engage our auditory learners and help the concept really stick, we need to apply some additional sound cues to help them understand what we are learning. So it's important that when we present our visual to the class, that we say the words on each printout. So for example, if your concept this week is relationships and you print out a visual of two dancers holding hands facing each other, you're going to say the word facing. And then you're going to have the class say the word back to you. So you will say facing and then you're going to say, let's all say facing together. One, two, three, facing. So this will help your auditory learners assign that visual to a sound, which they can later mimic and associate later on in class. Now, what about assigning auditory cues for active listening? So active listening implies a classroom management technique that requires your students to take some type of action, whether it's, you know, having super quiet mouths or turning on listening ears, maybe it's standing up for warm-ups or transitioning to across the floor. So active listening techniques can be applied to all four types of learners, but today I want to focus on our A learners and the active listening techniques that we can use for them. So I have created a free download as well as a YouTube video that explains 25 different active listening phrases. And so I picked out five of them from that list that you can apply specifically to your auditory learners. So one that I love is Avengers. 
Let's assemble for directions. Now this is a fun active listening activity that your class will love and you can change Avengers to anything. So maybe your class wants to be unicorns or rainbow puppy dogs, whatever they choose their class mascot to be. So when you shout out Avengers, you're gonna get their attention. Then assign a direction. So whether that direction is let's all sit down for warmups or let's all fly across the room to get ready for across the floor. This auditory cue will get the attention of your A learners in your class and then assign a fun movement or direction for your visual learners as well. Number two, the whisper fairy has something important to say. Now, have you ever noticed how much people automatically try to pay attention when you whisper? This is a super great technique for your A learners. It's especially good when your class tends to get a little bit rowdy. Now, your auditory listeners are really going to want to hear what you have to say, and so they're probably going to be the ones who help quiet everyone else down as well so that they can hear, because to them, it's really important that they can hear you. So hopefully, they're going to be your helpers in calming everybody down, and then when the Whisper Fairy shows up, everybody can hear what that Whisper Fairy has to say. Another one that I really, really love is if you can hear me, clap once and you wait for everyone to clap. If you can hear me, clap twice. And these auditory cues are definitely going to grab the attention of your auditory learners. They're probably going to clap until everyone is clapping and focused on the instructor. Number four is repeat this rule back to me. So one thing that I love for our preschool-aged classes is doing a choreographed rule circle. And by choreographed, I just mean a quick and easy hand motion to apply to each rule because this is going to help your visual learners as well. So how do we also keep the attention of our auditory learners during a choreographed rule circle? So for example, let's say your rule is keep your hands to yourself and you give yourself a big hug. So what you're going to do is you're going to say the rule and perform the motion. So keep your hands to yourself. Put your hand up behind your ear and say, say it back to me. And then everybody's going to say and do those hand motions. Keep your hands to yourself. Now you're engaging both your visual and your auditory learners. And my last one for auditory learners that I really love is my magic word is. When I say my magic word, you will blank. And I love using this one for larger classes where we have to move a lot of feet at one time. And so I pick the magic word based on our theme. So if our theme is Arctic Blast, my magic word may be penguin. So when I say penguin, I want everyone to stand up and waddle like a penguin to their spot. And then I... I sort of ask them, and it's really cute to watch their responses. I say, hmm, was my magic word reindeer? No. Was my magic word fox? No. Was my magic word polar bear? No. Was it penguin? Yes. (laughs) So in order for this to work, you also need to include those visual learners again. So once you say penguin, make sure you visualize how you want everybody to waddle as a penguin and demonstrate how you want them to sit crisscross applesauce. 
So those are my five favorite phrases for active listening for your auditory learners. So check out that link in the description as well as the YouTube video where I demonstrate all different, all 25 phrases, I should say. So let's move on. Now let's go ahead and talk about moving around the room. And we can guide our visual learners with spots and objects that they can see such as tape and polydots, but how can we guide our auditory learners through these class transitions? So one thing that I love using is sound effects. So if you've watched any of my brain dance videos on YouTube, then you know. So how many sound effects can I make in a class? It's a lot. <laughs> so using transitions that can also incorporate a sound effect is going to be really important. So my absolute favorite transition is catch a magic fairy and put it in your pocket. I use this in every single ballet tap combo class because I usually have about 15 dancers in one class, which means I'm dealing with 30 tap shoes at one time. So you know that is a lot of noise. So before we move, I tell everyone to quietly stand up. Let's all put on our tiptoes. Let's tiptoe walk to our magic fairy wall. Now let's all catch a magic fairy. Big clap and put it in your pocket. And then they all sit crisscross applesauce with their magic fairy in their pocket. And this is my go-to transition and it works like a charm. And you can always change magic fairy. It doesn't have to be a magic fairy. It could be a unicorn or a ghost or superheroes or gremlins, whatever is gonna work for your class. So I will use this same technique of auditory cues and sound effects during our obstacle course uh, at the end of our across the floor part of class. And I include a sound effect for each and every part of the obstacle course because it's really important for auditory learners that you are constantly using your voice to guide them through activities. So like our visual learners who need you to demonstrate everything, you can't expect your A learners to just do everything without some type of auditory stimulation. So be sure that you are using your voice as they complete their obstacle course. So let's say your obstacle course is a butterfly flying through different pathways to get to their flower. So as we fly in a straight pathway, we're gonna whoosh through the pathway. When we go through our zigzag, we're gonna twinkle. And when we go around our circular pathway, we're gonna whiz, whiz. And then when we land in our flower, we're going to sip up all that honey. So <laughs> I know it sounds a little silly, but you can definitely use these uh, sound effects to make the class more fun for everyone. They all love making these silly sound effects. Now you could also assign a different musical instrument sounds to each part of the obstacle course as well. Just make sure that you have instruments that really have a differentiating sound to it. Like I would use maybe a whistle, maybe a drum, and maybe a tambourine because they all sound completely different. All right, now let's talk about choreography. So I've talked about this before. When I teach choreography to preschoolers, I don't do a lot of explaining. I literally just play the song and I say, you guys are gonna copy me right now. And I make it a fun game of copycat. And visual learners love this. They eat this up. 
but I also need to make sure that I keep my auditory learners engaged as well. And so this is where my voice comes in really handy. I am constantly talking them through the dance and telling them what comes next. And I also try to pick songs that have really good auditory cues throughout to help my A learners. So for example, if a song says, listen, we're all going to hold our hand up by our ears. If our song says, whirl, we're going to use that as a cue to do a twirl. Um, So listen to the song and the lyrics and try to apply movements that fit with those lyrics and remind your auditory learners of those cues. And if my dancers are sort of struggling picking up the auditory cues, because when music is playing, there's a lot going on. They might hear different instruments or other noises. So what I may have to do is turn off the music. And just like I play copycat with my visual learners, for my auditory learners, I'm going to play a game of show me. So I might say, class, I want you to show me what we do when they sing the word listen. Now I want you to show me what we do when they sing the word whirl, etc. And the, because the music can be loud or distracting for our auditory learners, it's okay to turn it off on occasion and really help them focus on the words without all that background noise. And then once you've played that game, try the dance again with the music. And then the last item I want to discuss for our A learners is the use of musical instruments. So musical instruments are your friend for these learners. So be sure to invest in maybe a whistle, a drum, and a nice tambourine. And musical instruments that have really unique sounds, like I talked about earlier. You don't want them sounding the same because that's going to be confusing to them. And then assign a task or an expectation when they hear a sound. So if you hear my whistle, my whistle always means it's time to stand up. If you hear my drum, it always means it's time to stop. And if you hear my tambourine, it always means it's time to walk. And adding musical instruments into your classroom expectations is really going to target your auditory learners who may not respond to those visual cues. So let's take a look at my magic fairy transition and how can we apply these musical instruments into that transition. So first I want to get their attention. So I blow my my whistle and I say, I see our magic fairies. Then I have my tambourine and I'm going to shake it really quietly as we tiptoe walk. And I'm going to tell them, I don't want to hear your tap shoes over my tambourine. Then when we get to the wall, I bang the drum, bang, bang, and we all catch the magic fairy and we put it in our pocket. So that's how we can add some fun musical instruments throughout our transitions. So that's a whole class, and I hope that that was helpful and gives you some new ideas on how to captivate and engage those auditory listeners. I just want to thank you all so much again for joining me on the Dance to Learn podcast. And before you leave today, don't forget to head on over to the description for the links to episodes 6 and 8 which are the extensions of today's podcast. And in the description, I've also included that link to the 25 active listening phrases for you to download, as well as a link to the associated YouTube video. So thank you all so much for listening to my podcast today. If you enjoy this podcast, I encourage you to subscribe. And also, please leave the podcast a five-star review, and you could receive a shout-out on my next episode. 
Also new and exciting, all new five-star reviews will be entered into a drawing each week to win a $10 Amazon gift card. So till the next podcast, I hope you continue to dance, learn, and grow. Bye.